Frederick Lemieux turning into one of the great fight trilogies of, of our time. They've that was now, a great fight. That was a really good fight. And, they've now, and but- they've now fought each of the last three seasons. And all three of them, the first one was probably, I, I rewatched them all last night. And the first one was okay. The last two have been really good fights and like wild swings. You're like, man, like if, if one of these guys really connects on one of these, like it could actually do some damage. Like they're, they're just letting it fly. Um, and yeah, last night they both landed a couple shots. Neither one goes down. Um, you know, obviously Fr- Frederick gets the ultimate win going on to score the two goals in the third period. Um, but yeah, there's, there's definitely no love lost there. Frederick was asked about it on Nesson after the game. And uh, he said that, hold on, let me pull up the exact quote here. He was kind of running around on the first, so I definitely thought about it. When he came up to me, I can't ever say no to him. I'm not a big fan of him. So every chance I get, I try to do it. And I feel like it was kind of one of those classic fights too, where like, they knew they were going to do it. They talked about it before the, they dropped the puck. Immediately, puck goes down. Gloves are off. They It was planned, uh, at least somewhat in advance, maybe a few seconds, maybe a few minutes. Who knows? Um, and, that, and then uh, Frederick pulls the like old school, I'm going to pull this guy's shirt over his face and just try to wail on him while he can't see. And then Lemieux tried it back. And they both lost their helmets and they both and then you see Frederick laughing afterwards because he does that usually. And he also is in the box looking at his knuckles because there's just blood like he I almost feel like with helmets and visors, like you hurt yourself more than you hurt the other guy in the fights. Like if you're landing like headshots, like you're, you're just busting your knuckles up. And DeBrusque was just I mean, not DeBrusque, Frederick was just in the box, just like checking out the damage to his own knuckles that he did. Yeah, Frederick Frederick fights like uh Eric Carlson plays hockey. No defense. He just he just goes out there, he just he just swings wildly and hopes something happens. But I think he's a little tapped. He's got a few screws loose. So I don't think he really cares. And you kinda you kinda like that in a player. I I, I will say like I, I think the Bruins to a player that they, they really respect the role that Trent Frederick is carving out for himself in this team. Because they know, yes, Nick Foligno can drop the gloves. Yeah, AJ Greer can talk, can drop the gloves. But Frederick, just being a young younger player, and uh, also growing as a player, and 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 starting to fill the back of the net, and you can just we we've we've talked about it. You can just see the confidence. He's he's a completely different player, and that happens. Like like uh, when you watch players in high school and college. A lot of times when they're a freshman or a sophomore, you know, the, the moment's a little big for them because you're playing uh, players that are older than you that have been there and done that. And, you know, obviously by the time you're a junior or senior, you, you get that confidence. And now you're just off and running. And the NHL is the same way. Like It's very intimidating to come into a league. At, uh, I don't think Frederick was there at 18. He was probably there at maybe 19, 20. But it's just it's a it's an intimidating game to play. You need to take some time to find your own legs. And only only the real special players in this game, like the Crosbys and the McDavid's and guys like that, can step in at 18 years old and be, you know, standouts in the league. So uh, you can definitely see the development in Frederick and the confidence, more importantly. And, again, another game where he he fights, he's on the score sheet. There, there's something to it when he's, when he's engaged. And, you know, it's just uh, he's a very effective player for them. That line is, was really good for them last night. Um, 
Nick Foligno has stepped, he stepped in and he's just continued his, his strong play this year. Um, again, Foligno's speed is just, it wasn't there last year. Like there was, there was one play, I want to say it was in the first period where, where the Bruins were in their D zone structure and they broke up a play at the top of the circles and Foligno just took off with Frederick and gained separation. And it was a two on one. They didn't finish the playoff, but you just watch it. You're like where that, that, that wasn't there last year. Um, so the play of Frederick and Felino coming, considering that they were on the roster last year, their improvement this year, I, I think it's fair to say nobody saw that coming, maybe besides themselves and a couple of people in their lives. But um, it's 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 completely changed the outlook of this team because this team's had the high end talent for you know pretty much ever really, whether it was the pre Pashnecker or and McAvoy or now, they've always had high end talent, but it was it was always, do you have that depth? And last year, the personnel is pretty similar. The results much different. Um, so it's, it's, it's fun to watch. It really is. Yeah. And it's crazy to think back and remember that Frederick was a healthy scratch on opening night. Like his, it's not like he just, you know, came back from the summer and blew doors right away. Like he had a pretty tough preseason you know, I think he was a little bit better in practice, so I won't say he had a tough training camp, but didn't do much in, in the preseason games and wound up as a healthy scratch because, quite frankly, he just hadn't earned a spot in the top 12 to that point. Um, you know, now it's... And I think sometimes it's tempting, especially, like, when it was Hall or even Zach on the third line, to sort of view Frederick as, like, the third piece there. But he's been every bit as crucial to that line's success as anyone. And, you know, I think you can certainly make the case that the Bruins have the best third line in the, in, in the NHL. And that's really been regardless of who the third guy in the line has been. Um, you know, Frederick, he's up to nine goals now. He's on pace for just about 20. Um, and they've all been at five on five. He doesn't play in the power play. So, you know, you look at, Five on five scoring. The only Bruins with more five on five goals than him this season, David Pasanak and Jake DeBrusque. Uh, he's first on the team in five on five points per 60 minutes. He, I had, so I have all this in my morning column. He is 14th in the entire NHL in five on five goals per 60 minutes. Like, it's crazy. He's, you know, he's making more plays happen and he's finishing his chances when he gets them. We've talked about this before, how he does actually have a good shot and some pretty good hands that he just we just didn't really see him use enough in, in past seasons. And you saw, really, you saw that on both of his goals. One, a nice deflection. The other gets the pass from Felino in front and, you know, doesn't just hammer it into the goalie, realizes that he has a time, takes it to the backhand and makes, you know, a really nice finish uh, flipping it past Phoenix Copley. It's... Um, it's just such a huge turnaround. And he, after the game, gave a lot of credit to Jim Montgomery. Um, his Nesson interview with Sophia said, he said, I'm going to give a lot of credit to Monty. I think he's done a great job of kind of letting me play free and just putting confidence in me. He's been awesome for me and everyone. And again, that's even with, you know, seemingly that you would think that maybe that relationship early in the year, not getting off on, on a perfect foot with again, Frederick being a healthy scratch. Um, but th those two had known each other in the past because uh, 
they both have St. Louis roots. So I think like there's some history there, especially Montgomery with Frederick's dad. So, you know, no, no doubt like that's been part of it, but a lot of it has just been what Frederick's done to, to kind of turn himself around and have the, this breakout season and emerge as a really key piece on, on the best team in the league. Yeah, and, and Frederick also, we, we mentioned this in the past, is second on the team in plus minus, and that's not easy to do. Um, Lindholm's first, Carlos tied with Frederick at plus 19. Like, usually you see defensemen up there pretty high in the plus um, leading a team, but he's there at plus 19, which is kind of like gone under the radar for a lot of people. And it's always funny to me to see him like away from the game or even on the bench when he's not taking a shift and like just how the relationship between him and Charlie Coyle has developed because um, at the winter classic, uh, those two are just out there for like a half an hour, just throwing a football back and forth to each other. And I just, I get this sense. It's kind of like big brother, little brother with them now, um, now that they've played together for a while. And, and I think they have that kind of a relationship where they, you know, there's some sort of like coil taking him under a wing a little bit where he's like, okay, man, like you're good at this, like helping him with his confidence as well. Um, you just get, kind of get that sense from those two being on the same line. The, yeah. I've noticed that too, Bridget. Um, and, and it's, 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 it's shown on the ice, like, like whether it's Felino or Hall, um, or, you know, whomever uh, on that line with them over the course of the season, that line's just been very consistent in what they do. And a lot of that stems on the on and off ice relationship between those two players you just mentioned and, and their chemistry on the ice. And for Frederick, the, the light bulb has, has gone on. The, the switch has flipped, as people uh, like to say. And, you know, sometimes in life when you realize you can, you can do something, that's, that's all you need to, to be able to have the confidence and, and, Scott mentioned his two, his two goals, uh, one having hand-eye coordination, one having uh, patience and skill. Uh, that's add those to to the arsenal of ways he scored goals this year. Uh, in the past, it was a lot of like if, if Frederick scored a goal, it was kind of crashing a net or uh, went off a skate, and it was obviously very few and far between. This year, he's he's tipping in shots from the point. He's finishing with 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 nice four, forehand backhand deeks and tight. He's finishing on snapshots from the tops of the circle. He's so the only thing he hasn't really done is like the patented David Pasternak one timer. But that's that's most people don't do that. So I'm not uh, sure we're gonna see that. No, I don't think so. But uh, but the hand eye on that second goal was was pretty crazy, especially yeah. how fast that happened. And he was coming from behind the net too, so he like spins out to the front of the net real quick and gets a stick yeah. on it. And it, it just looked really nice. And Jack had just said, like, oh, he's only one assist away from the Gordie Howe hat trick. And I'm I'm like, oh, oh, he's almost just got the assist. And the next thing you know, oh, no, he's got the goal. So and by the way, that that was his ninth goal. And now that's more than he's had in any season. He's only 35 games in to this season. And actually, I was going back and looking at his stats from the other seasons. And the most games he's played in a season was last season was 60. So, like, he's not played that full slate of games but through 35 like you look at it and he's already got his career high in goals you just see the pace there for him and and you gotta imagine he's playing more than 60 games this season so um you know he's on he's on pace to have well he already has his best season as in his career statistically if we're talking about scoring and I'm, I'm sure that's this is his highest 
plus minus as well. Yeah, last year he was plus 10. Every other year he's been in the minus. So now he's plus 19 as of right now. So you're just looking at the stats and you're seeing a, a big improvement if you if you are comparing them to his other seasons. But if you if you look at the if you look at this Bruins team through 38 games, that's I think it's 30. No, uh, what are they at? 42 games. 30. What are they? 30, no, th- no, 38. 38. Yeah. yeah. 34 and four. Last night's an example of why this team so far through 38 games is a special team. There's no guarantees that continues down the line, but so far, and it's because they're getting it from somebody else every single night. And like last night, like I mentioned, you're traveling to the West coast, you're coming off of the the high of the winter classic hype and, and Trent Frederick pulls you into the fight. Now I think the Bruins ready to play off the top uh, off the get go. I'm just saying like, he, he gets in the fight with Lemieux and he's the one to get the two big goals in the third period. So it's just. And Marshawn as well. Marshawn brings like, brings you into the fight too. We haven't had a chance to talk about he him. The, he, brought the, he brought the ref into the fight there. <laughs> yeah. He almost got himself in big trouble, but I, uh, he, the funny thing was coach just let him be like, he's, he gets tripped. It was very obviously a trip gets up, starts dropping F words at the refs and at everybody gets called for unsportsmanlike, ends up in the box for two minutes. Um, and then right after the power play ended for LA, Pasternak scores. Um, and you just – and that was the game tying goal. So you, you see it kind of spark the energy. Um, and we've seen it be a positive for him more often than a negative, but it was kind of one of those games where for a second you're like, all right, maybe he's going to get himself into trouble right now and maybe he's going to make this worse, but ends up like really getting their energy up in a game that could have been a letdown game because they just traveled, changed time zones, three-hour difference, coming off a winter classic. That was like the main focus for a while and um, obviously took a lot of energy and, and is more in the elements. Not that it was super cold, but still like there's other things that they were worrying about with that. And then you you come in, you have your your number two goalie in net. And there's definitely a chance that you're going to be low on energy just because of the like strain on your body from all the stuff I just said. Um, And so all of a sudden it goes from a normal game. That's kind of like has a potential to be a letdown and and you just go, Oh, well get over it to having a lot of energy. Um, And it kind of seemed to start when Marshawn got all fired up and ended up in the box. Yeah, he was absolutely flying after that. And it's like, all right, he's either going to use all this energy and anger for good and, and, you know, punish the Kings on the scoreboard. Or certainly maybe like in his younger days, you worry like he's going to he's going to do something dumb here and get himself ejected or what or suspended. Um, Obviously used it for good. Started just making plays happen all over the place. Sets up Pasternak for the first goal of the game. Scores a second, just stepping into a slapper on the power play. Um, you Five tell, seconds like, he, in to the yeah, power you could tell, play. Like, he, just, he just wanted to kill that puck. Like It was like, it almost didn't even matter where he was shooting it. Like He was just going to hit it as hard as he could and puts it right over Copley's shoulder. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that was funny. It was like, I think the ref get, was like, okay, I'm going to give you the first six stick wax but now the one where it breaks and your shattered stick goes flying across the ice and this gonna, have, gonna have to like call it relentlessly screaming f you at him yeah. as well <laughs> so. 
<laughs> and half his stick, the reason why they had to call it like half his stick, like ended up on the ice. Like he ended up only with like a half a spear and then the other half of it's like out in the way. So, I mean, it was definitely warranted. I didn't think the refs do did a great job last night at all. Um, they missed some things. They called some stuff that was weak. They even like there was like an offside call here or there that was like was it really like I don't know if you really nailed that like they said Coyle brought the puck back in when he did not like they called it offside and there was just some weird stuff with the refing that was going on yesterday. Yeah, it, but you know just to circle back to Marshand like he's had, you know, we've talked about like, he's had some quiet games alternated with really good games. And sometimes like, it just takes something like this to, to spark him and wake him up. And, um, that in turn sparked the whole team. And obviously, you know, Frederick eventually takes over and, and gets the two big goals in the third period, but, uh, really starts with Marshan bringing life to the team. And he's going to have to, you know, that I didn't think the, I thought the perfection line had a good game, but not great. They they got pinned in on on one of the Kings' goals, um, and spent you know, kind of kind of shift that we're not used to seeing them have, especially with Grizzly and McAvoy as the D pair. Like we're used to those guys getting down in the offensive zone and cycling all over the place, and instead they were having that happen to them. Um, so certainly not a perfect game, but you know you want to see that line really step up now, especially with DeBrusque out and Martian's, you know, going to have to be a huge part of that because there's been times this year where he really hasn't quite been there, especially five on five. And, you know, he's, he said, uh, actually, I think just before the winter classic, he said he's starting to feel better. And, you know, the last few games, he's starting to feel more like himself. So yeah, it was right after the Buffalo game. Yeah, which was the the last game before the Winter Classic that he was saying like, and he had mentioned to us that before in December that you know his he wanted to work on his conditioning. His conditioning wasn't quite there, and now he thinks it is, um, or at least close to being there because he was on like he was trying and having a difficult time because he's not used to it managing his shift lengths to to keep him a little bit shorter than usual so that he wasn't tired. Like, cause he was getting winded, like, and it was affecting him the next shift, the shift after that. Um, but now he feels like he's getting, getting there a little bit more with the conditioning part of it. And it all stems back to not having a lot of time to work up his conditioning with the injury, the, the double hip surgery that he needed to recover from going into the season. So I do think as, this, as we head along here now in the second half, like he, he's going to get, he's going to look more conditioned he's gonna feel better um and he still has that ability to, to flip the switch like we saw so I, I I'm not worried about it obviously his goal once again is on the power play <laughs> um not that there was really all that much of an advantage that that he could have like it was essentially just as good as a five on five goal in my mind because it's five seconds in so it's like you didn't have time to like move the puck around and use the the man like down for your advantage so it's just like a really good shot it had nothing to do with the fact that they had like a manpower advantage but yeah it's just definitely wanted to bring him up in terms of just sparking everything yesterday and he can do that and the reason I was 
worried when I saw his reaction at first is because he is like someone that he suspended, like the NHL has suspended several times in the past. And like when you're seen as a repeat offender, like you go out there and you like you have an angry shift and you and you like target someone or whatever, you end up <laughs> kind of ended up with a suspension. But luckily he's kind of found a balance with that and he's matured whereas in the past like you're like okay that's what's coming um and over the past few seasons he's done a lot to try to like mend his reputation a little bit and not be like a repeat offender um in the past over the past few seasons Uh, i want to give a tip of the cap to john gruden Uh, scott john gruden is the he's the one who's running the power play for the bruins right yes all right, I want to give him a huge tip of the cap because what creativity to to have a set play where McAvoy passes it off the skate of the opponent right to Marshan. <laughs> just like off the talk about innovative faceoff plays, like that's just how you draw it up right there. But yeah, Marshan was ready to fire right then and there. It was definitely a great shot. And uh, well, and on the broadcast they said like in the past we might have seen him try to try to move that puck and like pass it to someone else, but he was just in the mindset that I'm gonna make you guys pay and he just tees it off without any hesitation at all. And that's could be the difference, you know, with some of these goals for him. And I think he stared down the ref afterwards too. If I, I think, I think, I think he stared down the ref. Uh, but yes, Bridget, to your point and Scott, you, you as well, you, you're starting to see it come a little bit more naturally to Marshan. And I think it's no coincidence. It's coinciding with, you know, the, the duration has been since his, his surgery and the reps he's had the last few months. We're heading into the, or we are into the new calendar year. And I think you'll start to see him um, more consistently probably be himself a little bit more 